and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. I'm joined by Tron Carter. This is a chop session. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. TC, hello to you. How was your Thanksgiving? Hey, big. It was great. It was great. Uh, I went up to Atlanta, hung out with Neil, the franchise, RC Kunk, the whole family. My mom was awesome. Smooth travels there and back. Uh, flew with the kids. They were they were great in the airport. Uh, although Gustav's having some problems on escalators, but that's mm. that's to be expected. Mm. Yeah. So just you know, just trepidation of them. What's uh, yeah. just acting <laughs> a fool? What's what's the issue? Yeah. Just just no consistency. I remember escalators scared me when I was a little kid. But you know, he he'll he'll jump on one and then he'll be afraid to jump on the next one. And then he loves moving sidewalks though. Gotcha. And then gotcha. and then. We go to the Atlanta airport and, you know, he wants to ride the plane train for like an hour, just back and forth. A, you know, yeah. T to, T to F and yeah. back. Well, that makes sense. We'll get into some Thanksgiving stuff, I think, in, in just, a, just a bit. We're going to do, this is kind of a sports, we got some sports topics to cover. We, we got some monitoring stuff. This is, this is going to be a, a bit of an eclectic mix today on this show. And then just to let folks know, the booth returns next week. And uh, this, is, this is top of, well, let me save that, TC. Let's thank one of our sponsors first. I'll, I'll hint at the top of item involving THG we can get into. But let me first thank our, our first sponsor, and that is our good friends at Roback. Roback Activewear TC, we are deep into fall and quickly approaching the holiday season. Fear not, Roback is ready. Fresh off new restocks for polos, hoodies, and Q-zips. Trust us when we say there isn't better gear for the remainder of fall golf. The fit, the feel, the quality, it's all perfect. First, Roback, they just released brand new Performance Cruise, and they are so soft, so comfortable. They're breathable, they're lightweight fabric, and they have just a perfect stretch to them. It's hard to take them off. I've been playing golf in them. Highly recommend. They're awesome. I need more of them. We need more. I know. I am trying to lobby them to do a, um, you know, they kind of do the the city and state collection sometimes. I, I need them to do... Some more stuff around Cincinnati. Anyway, that's that's for another time. You should do a skyline chili bowl. That's kind of what I was thinking. Exactly. Some noodles and chili. Uh, but I want to talk also about their performance Q-zips. They're the only Q-zips we wear. The definition of versatile. These Q-zips are made to keep you warm for an early round or while you're out and about. Now you can even pair these bad boys up with the new Roback 5 Pocket Pant. Let us tell you right now, these are some of the best pants we've ever had. And now that it's the holiday season, load up on some Roback, both for yourself and for others. Use the code TRAP on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. Roback is spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com, and that's 20% off all bottoms, Q-zips, hoodies, and more with code TRAP. Get ready for the holiday season with Roback. We thank them, and also thank you to Jeezy. I did not thank Mr. Jeezy. TC, what is this item on our agenda about THG throwing some kind of party in Cincinnati? 
first of all, I wanted to congratulate all the all the denizens of of Greater Cincinnati on I'm not sure the guy's name, but the MVP of the MLS, I believe. Yeah, on the yeah, thank you, Lucho Acosta. <laughs> yeah, a clean so, sweep, TC. We got Defender of the Year Matt Miazga, Coach of the Year Pat Noonan, and now Lucho has been named the MVP. Wow! And so you know, my my hope is that that uh, we got some some news from some friends in in, in Cincinnati. THG threw a big party a couple weekends ago, complete with uh, a bouncy house, s'mores. <laughs> pizza i like he may have had a petting zoo out there in the front yard uh just a complete banger kids welcome families welcome i just wanted to give a shout out to thg proud of him did you get invited i certainly didn't get invited i didn't i didn't you know that's that's the next step here maybe maybe he invited the commish and he's trying to get the commish back in you know uh, into the fold and then and then he'll he'll reconvene all of us together so. That's interesting to put up a bouncy house and do the whole like kids birthday party without having any kids. That's uh that's an interesting one from our friend THG. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Randy, I think we've got some mea culpas. Okay. Um, All right. Let's listen, tackle them. KVV is getting a lot of flack. A lot of flack from people on his pronunciation of Dable. He's he's been saying da dabble. Like kind of like Dabo. Yeah. 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 And it's it's day bowl, like table. So day bowl. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I'll apologize on behalf of KVV. I'm sure it's eating him up and he will be better next time. Yeah. Uh and, and we do we're deep in in the lab working on the next owner's podcast. I think people are gonna love it. Next up, we got uh I'm getting crushed for my pronunciation of <laughs> of Selena. Is it Salinas or Salinas? I still don't know. Sel Oh God! Now you're putting me on the spot. I think I think of it as Salinas, but I'm sure that's wrong. Yeah. I, I again, I, I apologize for pronouncing it wrong, but I don't know what the right way is. So. I feel like people have probably told you. We just we we got to commit it to memory. The Californians are just you know it, it's one mea culpa leading to another mea culpa. They started with the Gilroy garlic artichoke. Yeah. You know. Uh, grapes of wrath steinbeck salad bowl all that stuff so mm. you know prob probably another mea culpa coming after this so salinas i think we go with salinas salinas i i mispronounced i'm i'm almost done with the book uh i'm, I'm i mispronounced the author's name uh it's ganesh Sitaraman. this is the Sitaraman. aviation book this is the aviation book why flying is miserable and how to fix it uh, it's good. It goes into kind of deregulation and and how you know, like airlines pr should probably be treated more like utilities than yeah. you know just kind of willy nilly wild west. Uh, there's some some good takeaways. Although it, it, I think we're gonna try to have him on the podcast. I've been talking to some of his representatives. I will say uh, there's there's some some tough tough uh, rumors out there that he was in Mayor Pete's wedding. And he's one of Mayor Pete's best friends. So. That's that's interesting, PC. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, again, I'm I'm trying to trying to kind of be fair and balanced <laughs> here, but uh, you know, concerning. Uh, highly, highly concerning. And honestly, it sounds like uh, maybe we should, if they don't know each other already, would be a great guy to introduce to our friend um, Matt Stoller. I, yes. I feel like they could find some common ground with the with the antitrust and some of the deregulation. Yes. Issues. Um, 
Next up, I want to do it. Just apologize to everyone on behalf of Solly uh, for his egregious Kobe Bryant takes in our newsletter uh, last week. He, this almost he, ruined my Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, which he said, you know, Neil Neil kind of posed five questions to the group. Everybody answered. One of the questions was least favorite athlete of all time. So you know, a few of us said James Harden. Cody said Michael Vick. Which That's I thought a weird was one. interesting. Casey hates yeah. Otis Nixon. You know, she continues to hate Otis Nixon. Uh, Randy, you said you don't hate anyone. You have no, you don't have any hate in your heart. In which hate wasn't even part of the question. It was least favorite. Least. Uh, That's true. Yeah, there's nobody I'm burning on. You know, I've I've thought about that. That the I haven't felt good old genuine hate for for a professional athlete in in a minute. I don't. I thought think. we were going to certainly get like a Cub or or a, you know, they're just not that Steeler like Joey Porter or somebody like that. Yeah, I wrestled with that. You know, honestly, the 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 most visceral hatred I can remember is for the Marshall football team. <laughs> that was coming. Chad Pennington, Byron Leftwich, things of things of that nature. Uh, so yeah, that 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 can be my answer. Anyway, though, yeah. Solly out of nowhere says Kobe Bryant. Which, listen, TC, I want to get out in front of this. I don't begrudge, you know, your least favorite athlete's your least favorite athlete. So that it was Kobe Bryant, that's not what, I, not to speak for you, but I feel like that's not what took us by surprise. It, it was the insinuation that Kobe was like somehow overrated or like yeah. a, a second fiddle. I, he, he quickly lost me with his reasoning. Yeah, it was, it was a debacle on Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving Day. Just him trying to to steadfastly defend this take. It was it was brutal, uh, and and you know all this in the context through the lens of Sally being a rabid LeBron fan. Oh, that's tough. You know, and a data boy. So big, that's what we learned again. Sally yeah. loves the data. <laughs> yeah. Loves the data. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Randy, you got one on here. Well, I just didn't know. Are we apologizing to Chuck Martin? They're the Red Hawks, if if folks don't know, and this the, we can kind of bleed this into our our section on sports here. Our our Miami Red Hawk football team has gone ten and two. They've captured the MAC East. They are playing this Saturday, TC, in the MAC Championship game at Ford Field in Toledo, in, uh, in Detroit against the Toledo Rockets, who are eleven and one. They beat Miami by four points at Miami earlier this year in the game in which Miami's starting quarterback Brett Gabbert. Suffered a compound fracture uh, near halftime. So, a lot on the line this weekend, a MAC championship. Uh, are we apologizing to Chuck Martin? No, I think if anything, Chuck Martin should apologize to us. You know, like we, I feel like we've brought this out of him, right? Now, I think the, the goal is for, for him to listen. I'll apologize to Chuck Martin if he gets a power five job, Syracuse, Duke. You know, who else? Vanderbilt, somebody with an opening, call Anywhere. up Chuck Martin. You know, Any, Jay, I know Jason Candle's probably going to get a job before Chuck Martin, the uh, Toledo coach, but Chuck, please, I would love to see you get another job. It'd be great. It's the cradle of coaches. You know, the, the cradle means please go somewhere and, and grow and prosper and, and bring great pride and joy to the Miami fan base. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, college football, just in general. What uh, what are we thinking? We got you know we had the Petrino news yesterday. I know Bunky was was overjoyed. 
Petrino going back to Arkansas as the offensive coordinator after being fired with cause <laughs> after the motorcycle <laughs> accident and the affair, you know, 10, 10 to 12 years ago. God, oh, I feel God. like these same handful of SEC teams <laughs> just cannot quit the same handful of just bad actors. You know, your your Petrinos, your Bryles, your your Hugh Freeze. Uh, Hugh Freeze. <laughs> I don't think he's quite a bad guy, but I'll just throw Gus Malzahn in there too. It seems like they, you know, nobody can quit Gus Malzahn. I, I oh God, what an incestuous coaching conference. I, but I to answer it. your question, TC, yeah, it's delicious. I, I think the coaching carousel is probably what uh, has delighted me the most so far. That just, I, I think we should just take a moment, like Jimbo Fisher getting <laughs> what was it, seventy-five million dollars to go away. Like that's so good. That, and non-mitigation that too. He doesn't have to mitigate it if he gets another job somewhere. It's just gravy. Oh, uh, you know the the uh, Mike Elko. Coming in there after the Stoops debacle, uh, where they I kind of think they kind of floated it. That that school, like they should be put on probation. Uh, listen, and like I don't even mind Elko, but the whole press conference was bizarre. How they they greeted him at the airport, just all of it. It's weird, you know. Old Mi- or uh, Mississippi State hiring a Bryles, uh, you know, not Bryles' good. son-in-law, Lebby. Not good yeah, not at good. all. These are sick people. What's the word in, uh, is Billy Napier safe down in Gainesville? Uh, his seat's getting really hot, Randy. L- listen, yeah. I'll, I, I will make a couple of that one. I thought Billy was going to be a great hire there. It's just, they've looked undisciplined on defense. Uh, he, he just fired the D line and secondary coach. I don't know. It's bad. It's bad. So they played yeah. FSU tough, but FSU obviously down their quarterback. I don't know, Randy. I keep I keep watching Washington. I can't stop watching Washington. I love them. They were fun. God, that Apple Cup game was a lot of fun last week. Yeah, the the uh, Apple Cup game and then the the Washington Oregon State game down yeah. at Oregon State in the rain at night, like that was so Pacific Northwesty ruled. I know. I was disappointed that Oregon State coach. I think Jonathan Smith has taken the Michigan State job. Um, yeah. I, I get it, but he—I mean—he's an Oregon State guy through and through. I—I th- I think the uncertainty with where or, and who Oregon State's going to be playing against uh, starting next year is is probably a big driver there. Of course, with the money, uh, you, you see my Hoosiers fired Tom Allen. I think that's one we have circled as a—you know—hey, if they want to bring another Miami coach over, hire Chuck, bring him to Bloomington. It's it's twenty out million dollar buyout. I didn't, I didn't know like, IU had that kind of cash. Well, I think it's just Big Ten money, but I, I mean, I remember four or five years ago, whatever it was, he was like the the darling of yeah. the Big Ten. You know, he, he had gotten them to a bowl game. Everything seemed to be going great. He had Michael Penix. I don't know how they let Michael Penix get out of Bloomington. I, I don't really know what was going on there, but um, yeah, tough, tough fall for my, my Hoosiers. Uh, Randy, speaking of Big Ten money, we got to talk about our uh, Uncle T. Up at Michigan. Well, yeah. Well, and what about the game? What about the Michigan Ohio State game? Oh. I, I I kind of found Michigan winning to be quite delicious. I just the the OSU fans not knowing what to do with themselves is it's amazing. Is very enjoyable. Yeah, a lot of lot of Ohio State family members at Thanksgiving. We were we were back here in Jacks by the time the game 
uh, went down, but you know, got into some some animated discussions with my aunt Dee Dee, my uncle Jim. You know, they were saying they think Ryan Day was going to get fired if he lost the game. Well, he lost the game, so like you know, I got into a big argument with her about like how how soft and how how much of a a window into his psyche the whole Lou Holtz thing was. At Notre Dame, she was like, "No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't understand. We were up there. They were doing the nastiest stuff. They were." I'm like, "Oh yeah, those those vicious, malicious Notre Dame fans. They're they're really, you know, it's not like you're at Michigan or Penn State or or you know uh, LSU. It's like you you know yeah. you're at you're at fucking Notre Dame. Like they're they're probably inviting you to their tailgates and stuff. They're they're nice people, you know. And you know, you got senile." Lou Holtz, 85 years old, you know, talking about how tough and like, he's absolutely right. They're not tough. They're a finesse team and, and they're, they're unable to put their foot on the gas when it counts. It's crazy. I think that's right. But I also think, yeah, Ryan day is not going to get fired. I I think it's, I, I think he gets one more year and you would think if they loses to Michigan next year, he's gone no matter what, but who knows? Yeah. I think they, uh, I mean, doing it without Harbaugh, too, is just amazing. Uh, the fact that he's not on the sidelines, obviously they're not stealing signs at this point. Uh, I didn't realize, it sounds like the the FBI investigation into the assistant coach that you know got fired, I, I guess that was kind of the, the deal with, uh, that's what led the Big Ten to this, I think, to the whole sign-stealing thing. Um, huh. But you know, I, I think that was allegedly about kitty porn or something, something of Jeez. that nature. Not good, yeah. Uh, you know, but but yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm just so tired of these teams not playing anybody all year. Ohio State, Michigan, like Penn State's a joke. Well, You're the problem is the joke. Big Ten stinks. It's awful. I know, but like the whole, you know, going away from from, I think divisions is going to be big. Uh, you know, even like the the conference championship game, they play Iowa, right? Like it's it's just not a good like you know, and people say like relatively speaking, it's just not a good conference. So. No, well, and the conference championship. So I had to look this up. I I wasn't even sure is was the playoff still four teams? Has it been expanded yet? <laughs> I I I can report to folks it is four teams still through the end of this year. I just think it's weird though. You have you know some rematch games like Washington is a great example, right? They they have they beat Oregon already. Now they have to play them in the Pac-12 title game. And I would think if Oregon wins, it's going to leave Oregon's both of them in. at twelve and one. And so then it's like, well, what does the committee do with that? You know, these these title college football is so weird. It just feels so arbitrary. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't like know. what I'm kind of matters? Chaos, so it, so it all gets burnt down. You know, uh, yeah. I don't know. I still I think they need to do like thirty two team super league, super conference with relegation and everything like that. But, yeah, you know, they need to do something because the current iteration is just it's 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 boring, and yeah. you have the same handful of teams. Like that's the that's the thing about college football is like nothing ever really changes. Yeah, it's it's. Know. It's it's bad. Uh, bad. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Let's anyway. move on. All right. NFL. I'm sorry about Burrow, man. Thank you. Thank you, TC. It's. I feel like I've been in mourning a little bit the last couple weeks. Uh, a weird injury and some weird yeah. circumstances with 
you know, the, the speculation was, was this an injury that he had prior to the Ravens game? He had, the I guess, compression sleeve. The, the compression sleeve, the Zapruder film catching him in the <laughs> compression sleeve off the plane. Yeah. Watching that game though, when I didn't catch it in real time, but watching the replay, uh, how he grimaced after throwing that little touchdown pass in the flat to mix in. And then they cut to him on the sideline trying to throw the ball. And it's like, literally, it's like, dude, this guy can't hold a football. Like, you just knew it wasn't going to be good. Um, I think I think the larger point, two things. Bengals-wise, oh, God, it feels all of a sudden like a lost season, which I'm trying to look at positively. You know, I, I think you only get so many cracks with, like, a great roster. And so yeah. it's disappointing that, again, this is a lost season, I guess. But having a fourth place schedule which i assume will be a fourth place schedule next year and maybe a top 15 draft pick uh is not the worst thing for the Bengals assuming totally. burrow gets completely healthy I, I think it could make next year um a tad easier for them they just have a lot of decisions coming and i i think nothing like burrow going down to all of a sudden it's almost like who doesn't stink because all of a sudden everything just looks worse it it, it just it's it's a really crappy situation. So I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Do you think T's back next year or no? I was really hopeful he would be. He of course has been hurt. Very disappointing season thus far. I hope at a minimum it's a tag and trade situation. Like they have to get value for him. Uh, I certainly wouldn't mind if they could bring him back and and that was a part of the plan. But I would say I'm I'm not. I'm not expecting it, I guess. And I think Boyd, Tyler Boyd's going to be gone. I would yeah. be shocked if Mixon is the starting running back next year. They, they're they going to look a lot different, I suspect. So I, maybe another silver lining, though, like Lou Anarumo, who had been close to some head coaching jobs the last couple off seasons. The defense is not good this year, so I, I can't imagine he's going to get any head coaching looks. So you, you got to think, at least from a coaching staff perspective, they're going to have some continuity, which I think is good, but yeah. they, they need some playmakers. They need some dogs on that defense. They're, they're missing a dog or two, TC. Uh, I think the, 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 the other thing that sucks about the Burrow injury is it happened after the trade deadline. Like If it happens yeah. before the trade deadline, you could ship T out or you could you know, ship some pending free agents out. Get a little bit more draft capital, but like I was looking at a, a a mock earlier, and they had them grabbing a six four wide receiver from Washington, which I was like, "All right, yeah. okay, okay, I see you." The, the Bengals so, love them some skilled position players. Which yeah. listen, that's in, that's in corners. To my heart. They love they yeah. love drafting corners. Uh, yeah. Randy, I think we need to clap at some of the Seahawks fans who have been chirping us, saying, "Hey, you know, you guys never give us any love." Uh, we we're big Peter Carroll fans. We just we just don't I think they wanted, were good yeah. this year. I thought they were good. Like I apologize. I I was impressed with them four or five weeks ago. I I thought they were tough. I thought they were running the ball great. You know, Gino was doing enough. I'd almost say Seahawks fans. I think it's time. Like I would like an apology from you guys. Yeah. I put my reputation out there. I I backed you. And I feel like you guys have completely abandoned me. So I'm starting uh, to worry that Ken Walker 3.0 lacks the most important ability. Um, well, TC, that's one thing we didn't mention with Burrow. Burrow. I, I think as much as I hate to have that conversation, I think it's a fair one that 
It's like, true. We're gonna we're gonna need a fully healthy off season yeah. and season next year from from old number nine. That's true. Uh, any any Eagles thoughts? <laughs> God, they're lucky. They're they're making me, you know, the, I, they're both making me look good and bad because they got I thought crowned. the, I thought the, yeah, I mean, I thought the Chiefs certainly should have should have beaten them and they didn't. So credit to the Eagles. Uh, the Bills should have beaten them and they didn't. So credit to the Eagles. I steadfastly believe that Jalen Hurts is a game managing quarterback with good mobility and excellent strength. I. I I, I agree just don't really see it there. Um, and, and excellent, excellent weaponry. Like the best roster in the league. Yeah, yeah. hands down. So credit to them, 10-1. and one, I, They still don't fill me with a bunch of confidence. I would feel very good if I were a, a Niners fan. Hell, DC, we might have to start talking about the Cowboys. Like I, as much as that pains me, for multiple reasons, like do I'm we not need ready. To take the they're Cowboys not beating seriously? good teams here. They're they're not beating good teams. Like they're gonna run into the Niners again and get their asses beat, or you know, they're like, I'm not worried about the Cowboys. I'm just not. Okay. So, Are we worried and, about the Lions? As much as I want the Lions to be a real threat, I don't think they're a real threat quite. Yeah, we yet. had a lot of people in the DMs talking about how we've we've downgraded the Lions. I think the Lions need to get a lot more consistent. Um, I, yeah. You know, I think the Bills. I've, I've been calling for. McDermott's head for a year and a half now. I think they're fraudulent. Like I've said many times, I don't think the Chiefs are, are contenders at all. Uh, That's I just need to go on record and say that is I I I believe the Chiefs are contenders. So I, I need people to recognize. I believe it. TC does not believe it. Uh, we we got to talk about Ryan Burr. You know, <laughs> jumping off the Kenny Pickett train. Let me say that here's a stat for you. Prior to the Bengals game, uh, the Steelers had not had over 400 yards of total offense um, since I believe 2018. It, it predated the last game before Matt Canada was offensive coordinator. They, I, I believe, the stat was they had over 400 yards. And then in the 44 game tenure of Matt Canada as offensive coordinator, they never got to 400 yards total offense. And then the very first game after he was fired, they got to 400 yards of offense uh, <laughs> against the Bengals last week. The Bengals made Kenny Pickett look very solid. I I thought I, I certainly wasn't like disgusted at his play last week. But to your point, a couple of weeks ago, our guy Ryan Burr, who famously during Pickett's rookie season said he had it. He, he said he was a Super Bowl winning quarterback. The, the Steelers had found their guy. And, well, and Ryan, how do you know these things? I just know. I just know. This is what I do. I know this. This is stuff. what I do. Yeah. Fast forward about what, 13 months, yeah. 13 months. And he said, we got to move on. Pickett is not the guy. Uh, and then he deleted you, the tweet. Too. You called him on it, which I, I appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just crazy, crazy circumstances there. Uh, our guy, Jim Ursay seems to be losing his mind. On Twitter, like, that guy does not need to be on Twitter. No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing about his life leads one to yeah, yeah. need to be on Twitter. Uh, and then, you know, the clapper was on. He was in the booth Sunday Night Football the other night. I was all bummed because he wasn't, you know, I didn't see him on Thanksgiving. And then I didn't see him on the Football Night in America show. Chris Sims was was standing in for him. And, and you know, you got Jack down on the sidelines and. Maria, Florio, and Coach Dungy, and Rodney, the and the whole crew. gang. Yeah. 
And then, you know what? All of a sudden, the clapper shows up in the booth. Made my <laughs> night. Oh, God. Hey, what would you think? Speaking of the clapper, it makes me think of fired coaches. Uh, we, we got our second canning of the NFL season, Frank Reich in Carolina. Did that surprise you at all? Yeah, it did a little bit. I think uh, like at this point, who wants to go work for Tepper, right? And that's what, like, yeah. including interims, that's six or seven guys in like five years. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've always been a right guy, but you know, it seems like they may have whiffed on the draft pick, which we were down on the draft pick to begin with. And I think um, that was a Tepper decision, wasn't it? Was he the driving force behind drafting? They, well, they tried to Bryce? have like this whole thing of like everybody's aligned in the entire organization about it with Fitter and and Reich and Tepper and you know everybody. Um, yeah, really keen to see who they hire there. But you know, think about how bleak it is to be a a Panthers fan. Like you're yeah, you're 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 sending the number one pick, who you know they they <laughs> like you basically to to the to the Bears. You're awful. You have no weapons. It's clear it, you drafted the wrong bleak. quarterback. Yeah. God, that's uh, about honestly, that's about as bad as it gets. Totally. Yeah. So that's uh yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Like they should have traded, you know, they should have traded Brian Burns. They should have kind of tore it all down if they were gonna go this direction, you know? Yeah. Um, but then they didn't have their pick, which is Yeah. 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 You know, but just to try to, you know to get some more yeah like, recoup it or whatever so i don't know and i randy i have a sneaking suspicion that, that the falcons are going to trade for justin fields at the end of the year it's an interesting fit i like it a lot better than the bears fit for him i think at that point i may have to renounce my falcons fandom forever yeah like Between i don't think fields and, is going to be a great quarterback but it'll be a fun team to watch and then yeah it's just the weirdest roster construction and then uh I don't know, and I'd, I'd like to state for the record, I'm out on Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah. he kind of lost. He seems like, like malcontent. I, yeah, I, mean, I would draft there's the kids from LSU. I would draft Penix, I would, uh, Drake May. I would draft any of those three ahead of, of him. I told you, you know, speaking of that Apple Cup game, I had no idea who this Cam Ward guy was, the quarterback for Washington State. I was He caught my attention. I, I liked what I saw. W would like to see more. Uh, the one thing I, NFL wise, I was going to ask you about: How has Brandon Staley not been fired yet? It's the, the crazy, dude. Lose again. They're four and seven. I like what is going on. They're four and seven, and he refuses to take responsibility. He says, like, you know, it's not a motivational thing. The players are playing hard. It's not a scheme thing. Like, then what the like, fuck? What is, is it, it, man? And yeah. like, I read an article on on the Athletic earlier today about. How like he's basically had just as much of a hand as Telesco in putting the roster together as well. So he's just he just strikes me as such a pussy. Like I I, I know that's really harsh, but like he just doesn't I just he doesn't inspire any confidence whatsoever. And what do we think of Herbert? I, I lie, it's delicious that the tides are turning on on Herbert. The the it's, the it's nerds unbelievable. The, the stack geeks are starting to get ganged up on. It's unbelievable seeing the stat geeks double down, triple down, all of them. Just you know, they still have Herbert two, three in their rankings. It's crazy. Yeah. And the guy, like, he doesn't have any off-speed stuff. He doesn't know how to layer anything in. He can. He's got this fastball that he can get in there, but there's just he, there's something missing, man. And he's got Keenan Allen's one of the best win. receivers of this generation. He's got one of the best pass-catching backs 
They spent a first rounder on that Quentin Johnson from TCU. He's got the biggest tight end in the league in Parham. He's got Gerald Everett's yeah. another good tight end. Like, he, there's no excuses, dude. And the defense should be better, which I know isn't a Herbert problem, but like, that's a good yeah, roster. Like, yeah. That's a roster that people are expecting to win. And to be four and seven, like, Jesus. And, and I think in a division where you have, you know, I, I don't want to speak poorly on my Broncos because. You know, they're the six and five. They're on fire right now. On fire, TC. It's <laughs> it's incredible out here in Denver. Mr. Unlimited, just game managing. Yeah. Um, but the uh, you know, they're they're playing in a in the same division as the Raiders and the Broncos. Yeah. You know, yeah. just come, come on. I know. Do I know. better. I know. Do better. Oh. Gotta be better. Yeah. Uh, what other NFL stuff do we need to hit? I think that's it on NFL. I, 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 listen, I did want to congratulate you, Los Kings. Are advancing right along in this midseason tourney. It's been fantastic yeah. to watch. I love it. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, it helps that the Kings, you know, they won their group. They went four and zero. Big win last night against the Warriors at the buzzer. So they are one of the four teams from the West to advance. They will play the New Orleans Pelicans in Sacramento Monday night. If they win, so the deal is, if they win, there there's a game in Las Vegas, the finals. That is not a regular season game. It's it's just purely a tournament championship, and I believe it's five hundred thousand per player to the winning team. So there is like a monetary bonus that guys will be playing for. So that would be That's fun. I, I think yeah. I think for the Kings specifically, and I forget I, Candace Parker was on the TNT crew last night. I I believe she made the point, and I thought it was a good one that this tournament is great for a team like the Kings who like need more reps in. Yeah these like Big make or break games and and yeah and the elimination game so i i really like that they're going to get to play at least one more game hopefully two um in this like knockout format so yeah good good stuff i i believe your thunder you've, you've always been a bit of a thunderhead they obviously they did not qualify for the in-season semis but they're having a great year tc they, they got Listen, a fun roster they are they got they are i got some concerns though my guy Giddy, uh, oh, yeah. did not go to Kansas. He's actually Australian. Uh, there's there's some bad, potentially bad stuff going on there with a they, with an underage, you know, adolescent. Uh, so monitoring that. Not to diminish that, but purely from an on court perspective. Yes, um, Chet Chet's back. Chet has been so much better than I thought he would be. The, their their roster right now is young and very good and then you look at all the draft picks that they have coming up over the next five six seven years it, it's incredible presti presti's everything that who's that loser in philly um the the process guy why am i drawing a blank on hinky, hinky. sam sam, sam hinky. hinky yeah presti is everything people thought hinky was like it's presti is operating on a different and level. presti was maury's right hand man in houston for a while or is, is that where he came from? That? I don't know. It's a great question. Let's look. The Kings GM was um, Maury's right-hand guy at a, at one point in Houston. And I've actually thought he's done a really no, good job. Presti, Presti was from the oh, Spurs, Spurs. And then he's been course. with the he's been with the Thunder since since the beginning. So, you know, he's I, he's yeah. the, he's the, the Spurs dude. seem like the grown-up organization. Maury's always kind of been a little 
I just don't fully buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Maury's like, you know, like crypto a little bit. Yeah. That's a great, you know? that's a great way to put it. So, so anyway, yeah, the thunder and, and down in your neck of the woods, Los Magic are having a great year. That's the other big surprising team right now. They are. Um, I might, I might take like Freddie to a, to a game down there at some point. Yeah. They look like um, they have a great roster all of a sudden. So, yeah. I feel like the, uh, they did a good job with the courts for the in season tournament. Too. you know i like those yeah. did you see the thing from uh the t-wolves uh the court or just just the the the, the uh, pre-game mascot thing oh i saw that video <laughs> the the two yeah it was that was like one of my favorite things i've watched this year it's so stupid but i loved it it was like two inflatable mascots <laughs> to uh a turn around song yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was very weird, uh, but it was good. It was good. Uh, TC, what do you think? Should we thank another sponsor here? I would love to. It's you know, it's all the right. season of thanks, right? Right. It right. is the season of thanks. It is, uh, and that would be Whoop. All right. This episode is brought to you by Whoop, the official fitness wearable of the PGA Tour. If you don't know by now, Whoop is a sleek, screenless wearable that tracks your sleep, strain, recovery, stress, and more to provide personalized insights that help you reach your goals. So whether you're obsessed with squeezing out a little bit more effort in the gym, shooting your lowest score out on the golf course, or getting those extra hours of sleep each week, Whoop helps you build better habits and make healthier choices. TC, I've, I'm really getting into it. I've I've actually approached uh, your brother Neil about, I, I think he and his buddies have like a Whoop group and you know try and to the hit strange like challenges the yeah. yeah the strange challenges i i asked him if i could be included in their next one so i'm i'm hoping i get an invite but with features like strength trainer and stress monitor you can finally track the intensity of your weightlifting or manage your stress levels with a real time stress score and science backed breath work you can try whoop for 1 month free and unlock the best version of yourself head over to whoop.com w h o o p dot com to get started and use code n l u to save ten percent off your order. That's code n l u at whoop dot com. Thank them very much. All right, where where would you like to go now, Randy? I I uh, real quick. I think we can squeeze just a, a couple air travel things in here. Uh, first of all, I want to thank United for keeping their thresholds from this year in place next year you know through 2025 uh as far as elite status and everything like that i think it's just another sign that you need to stay the course with united yeah big Keep decisions yeah big decisions come my way i, I gotta figure out that uh personal amex card um so, what, next, yeah. tc you and the trap draw listeners will be the first to know <laughs> when anything happens come on over get that chase united card you know perfect yeah. Uh I just want to say DJ was in my DMs last night in our Slack just ranting and raving about how good the new Kansas City airport is. I still have not seen it with my own eyes. He was blown away. He didn't even know that they had redone it. He was girding himself for a, a debacle and it ended up being one of the highlights of 2023 for him. Um on the flip side, I, I want to call out Raleigh Durham, RDU. Mm -hmm. Mm. We'll, we'll have much more on this in the airports podcast. That was the most disappointing airport I've been to this year. It was it was a disgrace. There's nowhere is to it, eat. It was it's new. It's newish. It's overcrowded. 
Yeah. Uh, they're, they're awful. Like they had this, this thing where you, you order food on this little screen and they put it in a locker where in the locker lights up and you get a text message. It was one of those dystopian things I think I've ever, ever experienced before. Uh, it was, it was disgusting. The people of the research triangle should be ashamed. That so. it's unbecoming, quite frankly, of the yeah. research triangle. I, I hate hearing that. And it makes it worse that it's newish. Did, I, did they just not foresee the, the growth? Um, dang TC. Bad. I hate that. Bad. I'm sorry. I saw that there was a loose horse on a cargo flight at a JFK on a 747. <laughs> that's, that's quite the, that's a weird quite the one. Visual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I saw American airlines was, uh, they, they, they mistreated our guy, Wendell Pierce, uh, one of the stars of the wire, mm. uh, bunky, uh, yeah. you know, there they threw somebody's wheelchair down and then all, all sorts of crazy shit happening on frontier. There frontier. was a woman. <laughs> Frontier, you never know what you're gonna get on Frontier. I think that's some of the charm. <laughs> Did you watch the video of the lady who pulled down her pants and peed in the aisle? Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> it was that was one of the more epic, epic airplane videos I've ever seen. Where uh, was that down in Miami? I want to say I'm trying to pull it up right now. Uh, it was it's unbelievable. <laughs> Just squatted in the aisle. <laughs> Yeah, nobody needs to see it. People are people are wild, TC. <laughs> oh, so anyway, that was that was everything I had for for you know airport stuff for right now. Um, okay, and just people standing on moving sidewalks. Like if you're gonna stand on the moving sidewalk, you better get your ass way over to the right. So some moving sidewalks, they'll they'll have it on the sidewalk itself. That they they have yeah. a line running down the middle, and they have one side says walk, and the other side says stand. That's helpful. I I just cannot believe people are participants in society that just park it. And, and the worst TC is when you have two people standing shoulder to shoulder, yep. not moving, and just chit chatting. Totally, I, Randy. It's 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 infuriating. I think as a society, like I'm dead serious here. There's some low-hanging fruit that I think we can we can clean up here in the United States of America and put our heads together and everybody this is bipartisan this is this this could unite the country is getting people to drive correctly right-hand lane passing the left yeah same thing on moving yeah. sidewalks not crowding around luggage carousels not crowding the gate like Ugh. have a code of conduct, Ugh. you know, and not Ugh. be afraid to call people out or, you know what, yank their, yank their tickets, yank their license. There need know? to be real. Yeah. There need to be consequences. real consequences. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. never going to fix these issues without a threat of, of actual consequence. Which on Here. the consequence side, I did, I did see that Pac-Man got reinstated. He can fly out of CVG. But can he drink? I think that was was it was that the deal? I, I believe he 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 can't have alcohol. Maybe I heard. How are they going to enforce that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a or maybe that missed, was a United thing. I don't know. Huge missed opportunity from from Dayton. Dayton should have wooed him with open arms. <laughs> Come fly out of Day Pacman. Pacman. Pacman is a busy guy. He. I'm just always amazed by what he's got his hands in. He's. He's got this weed business, I think. He's he's yeah. deep in some gambling sites. He's flying to New York to be on some show. Like it, Pac-Man is having, he's having himself a moment. 
He's never not busy. I'll say that. Pac-Man needs to be more of a mainstay on McAfee's show. And AJ Hawk needs to go. I don't think I've ever actually seen AJ Hawk say a word on that show before. Yeah. He just stands there. That's a good point. He just sits there, you know? Uh, Anyway, anyway. Uh, Randy, I got a a confession to make. Please. Um, So we were talking about this on our Slack. Solly was complaining about inflatables, which I'm with you. The inflatable situation, it's gotten out of control. Cody said it's it's totally out of control with the holiday inflatables down in Dallas. Uh, oh my God, we started talking about imagine. lights, uh, you know, Christmas lights. And I basically said, I came out very much against hiring somebody to put your Christmas lights up. I said, that's not who we are as a family. I told my <laughs> wife that and everything. You know what? She went and did it anyway. Cool. <laughs> she paid somebody wow. like 300 bucks to put <laughs> lights all up on our house on like all the eaves, you know, and on the gutters and all that. Cause like I would have yeah. just strung them up on a couple of palm trees and a couple of bushes in the front yard. Right. Day. You know, that's, that's what, that's what Christmas is about. In my opinion, we don't do the colored lights. We do just the, the white, you know, the kind of the, 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 the warm, the warm white lights, you know? Sure. Um, so she just completely cut the legs out from under me without me knowing, you know, she's like, Oh yeah, by the way, I did this. You know, so I, I'm having a kind of an existential crisis. I have to kind of figure out, all right, maybe that is who we are. As that's well, that's certainly what people are going to think the, yeah, that's, that's what any outsider is going to think. They're going to say, oh my God, look at those lights. That must've been professionally yeah. installed. That must be the type of family the Schusters are. Yeah. So I just, I, you know, I had to get that off my chest, Randy. Well, this is a safe space. I appreciate you telling us that, um, TC, I know personally that's not who you are, and I, I think next holiday season offers a good opportunity to, you know, let the world know that too. What's your favorite Thanksgiving, you know, item? My favorite thing. Well, first of all, I like Thanksgiving. I, it's probably my favorite holiday. Really? Uh, I find it way less stressful than Christmas. Granted, I know like once you have kids, Christmas becomes a whole different thing. But for where I am now, uh, you, you don't have that anxiety over like, have I gotten all the gifts for everybody? I, Christmas music, I just can't do certain most of it. I, I can do like the orchestral Christmas music or like the very choir church uh, somber Christmas music. But I, I can't do much of the other stuff. There's just a lot of trigger points with Christmas and me, uh, and Thanksgiving doesn't have any of that. It's it's a day. I my parents were out here. We we had a big Thanksgiving TC. We, it was a a meeting of the families. Um, my girlfriend and and my parents. Which I got to say, my girlfriend could not believe that I publicly mentioned her a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Uh, Big news, but I might as well. What she think? It. Was she was she happy about it? Was she? Yeah, she was shocked. Or just just was, just astonished. Just astonished. It was it was more just an astonishment. Um, <laughs> so I'll say this: Thanksgiving, her parents were in Denver. My parents were in Denver. It, it it went very well, but we just had a nice. We we cooked together. We we hung out at my apartment, and I just like. I like the food. I like the expectation of the day is, hey, we're going to have a, a big meal mid-afternoon, um, watch football. You know, I, I went for a jog that morning so I wouldn't feel guilty. It, it's just a very relaxing 
much more relaxing holiday than than Christmas specifically. So I think my favorite. I, I am now a stuffing guy, and I oh, wasn't when I was too. very young. But now it's like stuffing's the best thing by far. You can miss me with the stuff or with the turkey. Like I could just go stuffing, and you could put chicken in front of me. You could put duck in front of me. Like I like dark meat turkey in the skin, but yeah, like white meat turkey is just not not my thing. And good I'm gravy and stuff. Cranberry. Is, okay. Uh, with with the turkey specifically kind of cut I, that dryness yeah I, I like that combo but i i hear you it's not the most like exciting meat i will say i like having turkey because i like the leftovers too you know you get a little yeah. roll put turkey some cranberry some mayonnaise whatever uh good leftovers but yeah corn, I, i'd say the corn stuffing casserole is, too. corn casserole is very good i'm a green bean casserole guy i know that's polarizing but yeah. i i like green bean casserole I like all the traditions. Cool, I like that. Uh, you know what, Randy? You're a, you're a traditionalist at heart. You're an old and soul. I've grown into pumpkin pie. Shout out uh, our good friend Erin Gregory. She made a couple pumpkin pies that were phenomenal. Uh, another thing I didn't really like when I was a kid, but uh, have have grown a, a taste for it. So. Right there with you. So, uh, God, what else? What else? You got any any pet peeves that have been going on lately? TC, I put one in here. I don't know what it is. I I just feel like I've been getting so much spam email oh, lately. Like bad. shit I have not signed up for. And it's like, how did y'all get my email address? And on top of that, it, it just is becoming more and more difficult to opt out of these spam email things. Like I I hate it. I, I feel like I feel like if you make me click more than one button to, yes. to opt out or unsubscribe, like you should be you should be thrown in jail. If you make me enter my email address on the unsubscribe screen, I am that's infuriating. Like yeah. I I need everybody associated with that thrown in jail. Yeah. I'm with you. It's I'm with you. It's horrible. Let's take a stand. Yeah. You know? I did uh, just find out speaking of spam, uh, I'm sure I'm late to the party, but I was informed that there's an iPhone setting that automatically silences unrecognized calls, which I've recently turned on, and it's made a huge difference in the quality of my life. Are you on the national do not call list? I'm not sure, but I would like to sign up. <laughs> I, uh, I I finally signed up for that a couple months ago. I feel like it's made a difference. Okay. So, you know. Even just having them silenced where I don't notice yeah. the phone ever ringing and you know they hardly ever leave a voicemail. It, it just is so much easier. Yeah. Uh, so I would encourage people, if you have an iPhone, there's a feature you can, the phone will just automatically silence calls from numbers you don't recognize. Uh, Randy, I want to call out uh, Neil's wife, Carson, for she, she had some really derogatory things to say about Cracker Barrel. She said Neil, Neil kept making her stop at Cracker Barrel on the drive down because they they drove down to Florida from New York and then and then up to uh, up to Atlanta from there. Spent you know a week and a half down in our neck of the woods and and she just said Neil kept making her stop at, at Cracker Barrel and she I didn't need appreciate to know, that. Well, I need to know specifically what her complaints were. Is is it the decor? Is it the menu? Is it the quality of the food? It sounded like it was like, all of the above. She she thought the food wasn't good. Listen, I I'll I'll admit Cracker Barrel, they've lost a little bit of the magic. I think over the last five to seven years, it's gone a little bit 
little bit more down market, but I, I, I'll, I'll put Cracker Barrel up against any chain in America. And you're a dumplings guy, if I remember correctly. Chicken, Chicken and dumplings. I like some of their daily specials. Uh, you know, country fried steak's good. They're, they have the best corn maybe ever. It's slathered. There's probably a stick of butter on per cup of corn. Um, you know, I, I don't, yeah, they have great, they have great turnip greens. I just, it's I love crackers. Good, they have good candy. It's a good road trip meal. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't think I would ever seek it out if I wasn't on a long road trip, but I, I think it is good for a road trip. Yeah. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever eaten at one just in the normal day-to-day course of life. Like I, you know, I have to be going somewhere. This um, sounds like some, uh, sounds like coastal, Carson might have some of that elite. coastal yeah. Northeast elitism. Well, going she's on. never been to a waffle house either. I think Neil made her stop at waffle house. That's highly concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of waffle house, I gotta, I gotta plan out my, my, Oh yeah. Our punishment. My 24 hour stay. <laughs> when, when are you looking to do that? I don't know. Probably, probably in the week before Christmas. You know, as things kind of calm games down. Going. Yeah, take an kinda, iPad. Yeah, exactly. Computer, iPad. You know, I might just set up a whole command station in there. I might like not eat a single waffle com- either. You should just spend the two, whole twenty-four hours. <laughs> set up like two computer screens. He's <laughs> <laughs> sick. I got God. I got to do my hundred hole hike next summer. You want to talk about things I am not looking forward to? Are you going to do it on a real course? Yeah, I got to do it on a re- real. I think course. all the all the people that do it on par three courses that's bullshit. I, I think so too. Course. If I'm going to do it, I got to really do it and suffer. Um, exactly. We got some good intel. What was that NIT week? Uh, I might I might poke around and try to do it through a National Links Trust. I, I believe they do some stuff over in uh, DC. But we'll see. We'll keep you updated. Can't wait for that Waffle House day, though, TC. I, I, are you going to publish it? Are you going to let people like drop in? Maybe office hours with TC. What? What? Yeah, what's your plan? I should do or that. Just, you know, it should be like, hey, you got something to say to TC, good or bad? Come on through. Roll through. Big J. I'm in, come on through. You know? I'm in my office. Yeah, I, I'm at yeah. my desk. Come on in. I love that. We can share that. a waffle. A waffle and conversation. Yeah. Uh. You want to do you want to do another ad or you want to you want to talk about any you know what you've been eating, reading, drinking, listening to lately? We'll do let's let's hit, let's hit that. Then we'll do the ad, and then we got some okay. monitoring stuff, and, and we'll we got call some good monitoring episode. stuff today. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, all right, what do you you know what do you got going on? Um, okay, uh, podcast wise, I flagged. Uh, I I've spoken about him many times, but my my good my good friend Bomani Jones, he's back in the podcasting world, so I'm really enjoying that. Three times a week, um, the the right time with Bomani Jones. That's you've, you've got me into that. I, I, I've been listening. I always enjoy listening to him. He he yeah. just whether I agree with him or not, I I just find him very entertaining, and I I just love his perspective. So that was one of the, the podcasts I wanted to flag. Um, I just finished. You know, I just finished uh, a book. I don't know if you read it's I'm going to butcher the it's by a guy named Benjamin Lalabatu, oh, the guy Labitude. who yeah, who wrote When We Cease to Understand the World. Yeah. He's got a new book called The Maniac, which is 
kind of about uh, or or a lot about a scientist named John von Neumann, who was a Hungarian immigrant, uh, early 20th century, kind of into World War II. Um, and is that like historical fiction and kind of ties a lot of different things together. Very good. I, I very much enjoyed it. I, he's an author that I've, I've, he's to the point now he's two for two. And when he puts out new books, I will seek it out. So his, his newest one's called the maniac. Um, I thought it was very good. I actually told Cody, I would give it to him when I see him in a couple weeks, um, out in California. So that'd be the book. Uh, Meal, I get, you know, we cooked the big Thanksgiving. I, I, I think that's probably the highlight, honestly. Um, and then went to see Napoleon, the movie Napoleon, mm. and was a little underwhelmed. I, wow. it was a Ridley bit Scott's disappointing. Ridley Scott's going to have some, some yeah. words for you. I know. I know. I found it a little underwhelming. So that's, yeah, that's, that's the biggest stuff for me. How about you? Uh, few good ones you know first of all just kind of a hand up i've lost the battle with the tabs my tabs oh are, no they're, of, they're we've regressed yeah <laughs> we've regressed You're uh doing so well i know i know i'm up over 200 <laughs> oh, no, uh and you know i've been using the reading list feature too and I, i'm still i'm swimming I'm swimming in tabs Bad. Well, if you have 24 hours in a Waffle House, that you no, know, I know. If you're looking for December stuff, is yeah. the battle of the tabs for me, trying to fight that. Yeah, battle, but, you know, kind of helps. But uh, one good thing I read uh, here recently, Brendan Quinn, our, our our good friend over at the Athletic, wrote a yeah. excellent piece on Rick Pitino at this interesting yeah, stage in his career. Uh, that I just I can't get enough. Like what a what a weirdo Rick Pitino is. Uh, just a force of nature. Though um, he, he's almost one of those guys where I, I, you know, like 15, 20 years ago, I just didn't like him. And now it's almost like he's so ridiculous and he's gotten older and I've gotten older, but now it's like he's more just a caricature. And I, I almost yeah. like him for who he is now. It's kind of the same thing. They had another good article about Calipari lately. Yeah. It's the same thing of like, what happened to Calipari? Can he get his magic back kind of thing? So yeah. that was good. Um, Randy, I made this. Last night, I made this this noodle dish from the New York Times. You know, their their cooking newsletter is you know their recipe newsletter is fantastic. Uh, now I sound like a, a coastal elite, but um, <laughs> you know, Yodam Odolengi, he's excellent. Uh, you know, chef and cookbook author. He had this one: soba noodles with ginger broth and crunchy ginger. Mm -hmm. I subbed in udon noodles for it, and then made a little bit more broth. And kind of cheated on the chili oil a little bit, but the 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 ginger broth was so easy to make. Um, and then the crunchy ginger, it's like this crunchy ginger panko kind of breadcrumb topping was like one of the best things I've I've made this year. It was awesome. Wow. And it's perfect, uh perfect winter, you know, kind of winter uh warms the soul kind of recipe. So and you you could easily put a you get like I put a, a poached egg in there. You could easily put, you know, a nice pork chop or piece of chicken or something in there as well. So was it was it pretty? Could somebody as cooking challenges myself make it, or was it pretty involved recipe? Yeah, it I, takes I like, like probably forty five minutes. I think as long as you okay. do your prep work ahead of time, like 
you know, ginger can be kind of a pain in the ass to, to, you know, to trim and, 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 you know, finally chop. Uh, but yeah, it's like ginger scallop, um, ginger shallots, garlic, um, panko breadcrumbs, paprika, salt, and like, you know, some, uh, you could do lemon and lime, you could do cilantro, you could do, yeah, and then just like good. chicken broth. Yeah. It's really, it's really easy. Like you could probably put your own spin on it too. So, okay. Well, um, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was good on the eating front. And then, you know, friend, friend of mine, Sean Martin, he recommended the Freakonomics podcast episode 565. A friend of ours. Smartin. Friend of ours. Smartin. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. He, he basically, uh, it was all about private equity. Just them, okay. them getting deep on private equity. I thought it was super, super interesting. Um, so it was, it was well done. You know, certainly beginner lesson or whatever, but you know, some, some, some very fascinating takeaways. And then I guess got to shout out my guy, Chance Cosby, the head of the Thunderbirds, Randy. Uh, three pieces of pecan on on uh, on uh, Instagram. Been following him for a long time now, but I finally got my outdoor kitchen put on, put in, and and have just been looking at his his thing for kind of ways to to outfit it and do different recipes. I I bought a bigger green egg, all this mm. stuff. So yeah. we we well we've always been massive fans of the Thunderbird, so that's exactly that's good to hear. Hey, on watching, one thing I didn't ask you with the NFL, are you going to the Monday night game, the the Bengals Jags? I am. Alex and I are both going. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're stoked. All right. Uh yeah, Jags are Listen, I'm kind of I'm bullish on the Jags this season. I think in like the medium term, I'm probably a little bit bearish. I think they're in a kind of a weird cap situation. I think they've whiffed on too many draft picks in the kind of the middle rounds and then Long term, I'm I'm bullish as well. So we'll we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fascinating off season. Like Josh Allen yeah. playing really well. They're going to have to pay him a ton of money. See what we do with Ridley. And yeah. you know we don't have as much cap space as you would think. So, uh, all right. Well, let me jump in. I'll thank our final sponsor, Precision Pro Golf. Of course, there are longtime partners over there, and they have dropped some awesome new gear for the course. I want to introduce the No Laying Up. Duo Golf Speaker, which delivers high-quality audio, audible GPS distances, a built-in magnet, and a carabiner clip for you walkers out there. And of course, it has the iconic Wayward Golfer logo on the grill. It's the perfect gift for the golfer in your life this holiday season. And if that's not floating your boat, check out the NX10 Rangefinder. Style meets performance with the NX10, offering a variety of interchangeable NLU designs and unbeatable accuracy. And yes, you can even protect the Rangefinder in style with some exclusive NLU Rangefinder cases. Precision Pro Golf is all about you, the golfer. They stand behind their products like no one else, offering free batteries for life and a 90-day money-back guarantee. Here's the best part. If you use code no laying up all together, no laying up, you get $20 off your NX10 at precisionprogolf.com slash NLU. Again, that's precisionprogolf.com slash NLU and use code no laying up for $20 off your NX10 rangefinder. Good stuff over there. Uh, we thank them, of course, for, for being a longtime sponsor of what we do. TC monitoring. This is just breaking across the wire today. RIP to Charlie Munger. 
your guy. I did like Charlie. I like Charlie. Yeah. Like Interesting guy. Charlie, right? Always a great quote. Pretty down to earth, just no nonsense, Midwest type of guy. I, I, yeah, I, I, I like Charlie. Every time I think of Charlie, I just think of those crazy ass dorms that he had built out at UCSB. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like the what window. Like, yeah. Like, so it was like some kind of social experiment almost or something. <laughs> yeah. He designed uh, them yeah. too. That was weird. That was weird. Uh, yeah. RIP. You know, he's in, and I saw he, it was a January 1st birthday. So it kind of sucks. He was just over almost a month 100. away from, from yeah. turning a hundred. That would have been cool. Yeah. But, um, Randy, I think we got to lead this section with the, the, the YSL trial. Talk to That's, me. What's going you on? Know, I think we're in day three now. Not off to a good start. The Atlanta assistant district attorney, or dep, you know, deputy, yeah, AD. She she messed up. She withheld some stuff from the defense. Uh, the defense is already calling for a mistrial. One of the jurors' uh, car was not running, so one of the jurors was late. I think yesterday. Um, young thugs attorney. Um, he was arguing that um, thug actually stands for truly humbled under God. Uh, (laughs) It's an acronym. doesn't, you know, it's not affiliated at all with, with gangs or or criminal institutions at all. I love that. God, all sorts of stuff. My, my mom's been sending me all sorts of, all sorts of stuff there. They've, I guess the, the, the judge has said that, their lyrics can be entered in as as evidence, you know. Uh, so that's a big ruling going against the defense arguing that you know it's art, it's not testimony. So you know, we'll see. Yeah. So so you know, they were they were reading slime shit. Well, how long do we expect? Any idea how long this this trial is going to keep going? Are, are we expecting? No it to, like, idea. Wrap up? I mean, I would imagine like I don't know, probably a, probably a month or so. Wow. It was like, what? It was almost a year of, of jury yeah. selection, you know? Yeah, I feel like we've been at it a while. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, just wanted to lead with that. Uh, okay. In other news, uh, orange juice prices are at an all-time high, like in the history of the world, all-time high. Why, why is that? Why, why is a lot that? of things, you know, weather, uh, bad crop, um, you know, big freeze last year, and then, you know, just, you know, uh, certain parts of central Florida ripping out groves to build houses, all sorts, confluence mm. of factors, Randy. Um, so I just want you to be aware of that when you go to the store next. Um, it, it might affect mimosa season. Yeah, truly, yeah. truly. Okay. Uh, Thank you. The, I will be prepared. You know, a lot of, a lot of things being, being mentioned around, you know, some of these hijacked uh, tankers or, you know, cargo ships in the Gulf of Aden by the Houthi rebels. Uh, I will also say, don't forget about the Somalian pirates. They're back as well. Um, they, they had a hijacking the other day. They're doing their thing. They're out there. Life, life is good when the Somali pirates are, are bucking. It's like when, what, what would an example be? Um, like college football is just better when the University of Miami has, yes. is good right when, like I, I the feel florida like teams are good you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel that's like that, what that's the kind of thing like. that it, you know it's like yeah like 
actual terrorism is bad, but like they're they're kind of part of the fabric of things. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, on that same note, we're still monitoring the Panama Canal. Uh, I think we're down to like 18 to 20 ships a day right now. Not mm. good. Mm. Um, let's see what else we got. P you know, people are all over us asking for all sorts of, of commentary around this, this beef between Arnold Palmer's estate and Arizona iced tea and our hitters at liquid death. And I just want to state for the record that I stand with liquid death. And I think Arnold would have as well. I, I think so too. And I think that's the that's the big thing to to say. This, Mr. Um, Palmer, excuse me. Mr. Palmer, Liquid Death had their essentially lemonade iced tea drink called the Armless Palmer. Yes. Which if I'm being honest, I don't I guess I don't really understand that. Um but I support their right to like get out there and, and do that. And what 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 have they changed in that? Do they they essentially got back down. They Liquid Death yeah, said, listen, said, we just don't have the money to fight this legal battle. It's not worth it. Can't fight City Hall, you know? Yeah. What'd they end up changing it to? It, uh, de a dead billionaire, I think, or something. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, I'm not sure if Arnold was a billionaire, right? So no, I don't know. You know. He had to be close. Yeah. If he wasn't. So, I don't know. And, you know but maybe, we support maybe Liquid an, Death. End of the day. Maybe an illiquid. Uh, we support our our hitters at LD. Yeah, you know what I don't support, Randy? This subway merger that they're trying to get past. You see this? Not. Tell me about it. So the FTC is is kind of they got a lot going on right now between the JetBlue Spirit thing. You got Amazon. You got Microsoft. Possibly the PJ Tour. The framework agreement. Yeah, but. Uh, Essentially, this company, Rourke Capital, who already owns Jimmy John's, Arby's, McAllister's Deli, and Schlotsky's, is trying to buy Subway as well. And this would essentially give them a massive portion of the, the sandwich market. You know, of course, our, our hitters at, I know you're a Penn Station guy being from Cincinnati. Our, I'm a big Jersey Mike's guy. I love, love Jersey Penn Mike's. Station. Jersey Mike's is great too. I think Jersey Mike's is like one of the greatest American companies out there. Period. This Rourke private equity company also has Dunkin' Donuts. They have Buffalo Wild Wings. They have Baskin Robbins. Yeah, not you know, good. It's not good. And you know, again, they're they're they've got their hands full. They got the Kroger Albertsons merger going on, which I know you've got your finger on the pulse of that. So of, of course, just, just know that we're monitoring that. Okay. Okay. All right. And and we so, don't support it, right? We're, we're aligned. We, we don't support it. Okay. Correct. All right. uh, I, I do want to give a shout out. I think people need to be nothing to report really, but a couple, couple of well-placed friends have been telling me we need to be monitoring the fuck out of the Rwanda Great Lakes of Africa region. Some, some bad hombres. It's kind of it used to be a really, really bad region some bad actors they've cleaned it up it's been making all sorts of strides investment going in there business friendly people you know quality of life going way up and then now it's starting to backslide a little bit and, um, a book was was highly recommended to me dancing in the glory of monsters about this area so i'm, I'm going to be diving in on this area 
quite a bit over the next couple months, Randy. Perfect. The book sounds interesting. I've I put it on my yeah. want to read queue. Yeah. You worried at all about this 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 volcano in Iceland? Uh, yes. I worry every day about it. It sounds like Iceland might get got. It, it, it sounds different from what the previous ones have been with spewing ash and everything and you know disrupting transatlantic air travel. This one's more magma focused. It's it's somewhat southeast of Reykjavik. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it might might mess some things up there. So yeah, we're we are monitoring that. Uh, Vegas, Randy. I got two things on Vegas. The Las Vegas Sphere CFO quit after they lost a bunch of money in Q3. They lost like seventy or eighty million dollars. Are are you Mellon. in on the Sphere? Do you like the sphere? the sphere? The Sphere looks sick. I was talking to somebody. Uh, I'm not sure Casey's I can get all the way there. Who who saw a concert in there? He said it was awesome. I think inside would be awesome. I'm not yeah. sure I'm with the whole okay. outside deal. Okay. That's fair. You know, kind of, you need your arm twisted a little bit there. Uh, Do we need a dome in the middle of town? You know, that's, I've never been it to feels, Vegas either. Yeah. There's like a replica, you know, Eiffel Tower. There's, there's a replica that's pyramid. True. Like it's, if you're going like to have it anywhere. Kinda, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, the F1 race sounded like a complete debacle. They just fucked all these people over. You know, people paying thousands of dollars for tickets that were sitting in front of like a concrete barrier. <laughs> just bad. Oh, God. Uh, I didn't watch any of the F1 race. If I'm being totally honest, I'm, I, I was into F1 and now I'm like completely out of F1. I was talking to Sally about it the other day. It feels like they, they just totally changed the, uh, you know, the, all the rule changes and the equipment changes just made it worse, which is crazy. Yeah, because I thought the whole the whole goal was to like make the racing more competitive. But yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? We got oh, Judge Ito. Uh, we got a Halloween update from Judge Ito's house. Um, you know, somebody, so Judge Ito does this whole. He he loves Halloween, just like Thanksgiving is your your uh favorite holiday yeah judge Ito's favorite holiday is halloween so he said uh you know he's he's been measuring uh how many kids are trick-or-treating in the neighborhood he said they had 2014 kids in the neighborhood this year La up from last year was 1789 2021 2033 so it sounds like it was it was a little still off of 2021 but judge Ito, happy to see a bunch of trick-or-treaters he had over two thousand kids come by his house which is amazing <laughs> i'll tell you what's amazing i was and i know we've covered this before he, judge ito seriously is one of those people where i just assume he's dead i it's amazing <laughs> that he's still living truly you know I, we may need to get him on the trap draw judge i think you can put him right alongside craig t nelson judge ito on the trap draw would be amazing <laughs> yeah you know uh did you see the bezos picture i did i did it's been floating those, around yeah one of those that's just gonna live right there with the uh, zuck on his on his watercraft like dj dj always sends me all these ai pictures of you know like dt doing stuff like dt crossing the potomac or you know or, or the, the uh, delaware <laughs> river or like you know <laughs> Like Biden, like like Biden, uh, like he sends me all this stuff that 
Biden and Al and Al Sharpton look very similar. <laughs> kind of crazy. But he sent this over and it was from at Bucko Capital. It says AI has ruined my brain because I was sure I was like, surely this isn't real, but it is. And it's this picture of of, of Bezos, which I wasn't aware that this was his fiance or his wife. Yeah. Uh, they're sitting in this, you know, old school truck. He looks like big Tex with the cowboy hat on. He looks I, like I don't know, like a kind of like is he trying to be Kenny Chesney? Like what he's got yeah, like a it's, it's definite black Kenny Chesney shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um just the worst. Oh our, our guy uh our guy the dog cloning guy won the won, won the Argentine election. <laughs> oh boy. Speaking of yeah. elections, did you did you see the Dutch election too? I did. I your did. guy your guy Gert Gert Wilders or Wilders? Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty provocative uh philosophies on on uh I know. you know on offer here. So yeah, I, I, I just we'll see. and and not to not to you know just skip past our our Argentinian guy but I, part of me is like man I I feel like the Dutch I always think of them as pretty level-headed, you know, they they got good shit going on generally. When when they elect kind of a crazy person, it it just makes me pessimistic for the rest of the world. I guess. Yeah. Well, it should be a wake up call for kind of the center left, even center right people of like, yo, get your shit no. together so that stuff stops being polarized to the point of like only yeah. the crazies are are the choices. You know. You know. Um, what else we got? Uh, you were talking about pandas. Oh, TC pandas. Uh, so I, I was oblivious to this whole story and I got, I got to admit, I, we might owe the people an apology, but apparently did you know that pandas first came to the United States in 1972 as like a, a peace offering from, from the Chinese ahead of like um, kind of normalizing relations between the two countries. Uh, I, th I think I knew it was around that time just because we always had good pandas in, in Atlanta. At yeah. The zoo in so I guess the 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 pandas they first came they were the the national zoo in DC was gifted a pair of pandas in 1972 um which has started you know you you see pandas all across the United States in zoos and whatnot uh well apparently who's the chinese leader xi xi was threatening to recall all the pandas mm. he wanted all the pandas back um but I, I can report as of, you know, a week, week and a half ago, uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping, per an NPR article, uh, signaled that China will send new pandas to the United States, calling them, quote, envoys of friendship between the Chinese and American peoples. He said, we are ready to continue our cooperation with the United States on panda conservation and do our best to meet the wishes of the Californians so as to deepen the friendly ties between our two peoples. Uh, this came after Biden and him met, um, and apparently these pandas are, are going to go to the San Diego Zoo. So I know there, there was some consternation. My sister was all up on this story. Cincinnati Zoo has, a, has some pandas. Everybody was worried that the pandas were going to have to go back to, to China. But it sounds like we've avoided that crisis. Huh. Well, you know what? I'm glad. It sounds like 
They're sending pandas over. They might be sending this new strain of pneumonia over with them. That that seems to be bucking its head over there. Uh, yeah, Chinese. They they, they got they got gifts for everybody. You know. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Uh, I like the conspiracy. Have you ever gotten into the conspiracy that people think pandas are fake and they're just people dressed up in in costume? No, that's a good that, little. Yeah, that's that. a that's a good little rabbit hole to go down if you're ever bored. Uh, I got two more things, Randy. Did you see the Sports okay. Illustrated AI fiasco? I did a little bit, but fill it in for the folks because I'm sure a lot of people missed it. Yeah, this this what is it? The Arena Group that this ghoulish they were, they're the owner of sports illustrated among other things and it's like you know like i don't even consider it sports illustrated at this point right it's a, it's just this <laughs> yeah. the name sports illustrated filled in with you know yeah. and that's not there's some good people that still work at sports illustrated but by and large they've gutted the place and are just kind of you know resting on laurels and um but they've they they were essentially bragging about their use of AI and how they were, you know, kind of selling this across the industry. And then I guess Sports Illustrated published some some things uh, that, you know, were, were published by non-humans and they put like a fake byline in there. And then as soon as people started asking around about it, they, they just deleted them all, and just wiped them from the internet, which and doesn't denied. seem like a great right. you know, way to handle it. So... Uh, yeah, hopefully they get got. I saw the, the I saw, saw the arena group. Their stock price was down twenty five percent yesterday. Hopefully that that continues. Um, but yeah, I think I think sports. I think the arena group, the Saudis also own a bunch of them as well. Nice. So, and then last thing I had was I got an update on the the uh, Virginia uh, House of Representatives candidate Susanna. Oh, Gibson. The, the one that was in all the the sex videos. Yeah, she and her husband. You know. Uh, raising money, I think, for the campaign about uh, you know the online sex stuff. She said, "Hey, I was, you know, yes, we were doing this, but you know, it was a personal thing, and and we're we're not doing it so people can can film it, you know, or 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 people can can document it or or save it to their computers. It's just to see it in in uh, real time." She lost very close race, uh, but she's unapologetic about her participation in the sex acts. And uh, saw saw from a few different places that uh, you know she plans to plans to to keep going at it in uh, in, in Virginia, both on on the, the, the on the sex front and on the uh, the politics front. So yeah, I, I got I got I guess I got no issue with her doing what she does. I, I think as we I think we had mentioned earlier though, I, I do think it's fair game for people to like wonder about it or to consider it you know as part of her candidacy i, I think that's fair too interesting interesting tc what's your girl uh very uh, important update so thank you lobo up to out there lobo's been a little quiet i haven't heard much from her lately all quiet on the honest. western front yeah you know a little bit of, i i've i've had a bit of a self-imposed twitter exile here um kind of over the Thanksgiving holiday and I've, I've extended it a bit. So I usually get a lot of my Lobo stuff off Twitter and I I've, I've been lacking, you know, source material. So I don't, I don't have a ton for you, unfortunately. Randy, I've been trying to limit my Twitter usage as well. I'm down 
I'm at about 20% of my, of my previous, uh, you know, over the last, really since like mid October, it's been great. I feel like I'm more productive. I feel like I enjoy yeah. the time that I do spend on there a little bit more. Uh, I'm putting guardrails around it and just trying to pick up my, like every time I pick up my phone, trying to do it for a specific intent instead of just yeah. and I'm gonna pick up my phone and then you forget, you, like you totally forget what you picked up your phone for. And then you get into that like doom scroll. Oh yeah. No, I know all about that. I know. That's just what I, the more I just think, I'm like, why do I do that to myself? Um, I got this weird situation though, TC, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, uh, even if I try to reload the Twitter app, I guess I have this two factor authentic, authentic, <laughs> authentication authentication yeah thank you i don't know why i couldn't say that i don't know where i'm supposed to get a code from i don't know how so like part like i'm not even sure i'm going to be able to like log back into my twitter wow this self-imposed exile might turn into a permanent one (laughs) if i can't figure that out uh so that's that's been keeping me off too watch this Um, space yeah watch this space i i can get on somehow like if i click a link and Twitter comes up as like through my browser on my phone. Somehow I'm logged in that way. So I can do it like I can't do it through the app, which is the easiest, best way to like do Twitter. So I, I can like get to my account, but it's always got to be like through the internet, if that makes sense. It's very weird. I don't know what's going on. Huh. Might be a sign for me just to, you yeah. know, it's everybody's time at some point. This could be my time. I caught Freddie the other day. Uh, going around YouTube and he was on the internet on his iPad. <laughs> he was on youtube.com instead of the YouTube app. So he's not on like the YouTube kids and granted, he's just watching like football highlights. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was like, you know what, Freddie, like I'm just going to get you like NFL plus for Christmas. So you see, so, so you can watch all 22 film. Is Freddie into and the Mr. Beast? I've tried to get, stay like, there's like Kid City, there's Mr. Beast, there's there's all these bad influencers on there. Like he started yeah. drinking the prime stuff from Logan oh, yeah. and Jake Paul. You know, my, I, my nephew I, had, had a kid at talks. school, I guess, yeah. selling the prime stuff illicitly <laughs> out of the locker. My my nephew was like that. I know my nephew was like begging my mom for like ten dollars. And she's like, What do you need this for? And he finally told her, and she was like, That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, she went out and bought him. She she did go out and buy him then some prime from the store. Uh, She's like, It's whatever. And then I try to, you know, I try to talk to Freddie about this stuff. And then he says, Well, Dad, you're an influencer, you're a YouTuber. (laughs) (laughs) I said, You're not. It might be time to close it all up. You're not wrong, big guy. Yeah. But different, different kind, different kind, different, yeah, different uh, demographic. You know. Oh, yeah. So, that's anyway. That's I think on that note, we can we can leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, TC, always great catching up with you. Thank you. Um, like we said, next week, look for a booth episode with Cody and Neil, and then some fun stuff through the rest of the year and of course we'll be back first of the year with uh with our goals podcast that's that's always an annual favorite so good stuff to end the year here on the trap draw tc have fun at the Bengals game have a great weekend good luck to our red hawks in the mac championship game 
Uh, I do want to mention the MLS. There's there's a big hell is real Eastern Conference final this weekend between Columbus and FC wow. Cincinnati. So yeah, big big weekend. Wow, uh, Randy, you'll be happy to know I'm going out to get coffee uh, after we hang up here with uh, our friend Big T. Oh yeah, he's in Jacksonville. Yeah, he sent yeah, me a picture played, from the airport. Yeah, he played Sawgrass this morning. Uh, Wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah. Big T's the man. Tell him, tell him hi for me. Um, I will. All right, we'll we'll get you out of here. TC, until next time, everybody, thank you for listening. Cheers and crack on. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who